This week we had uh, on Zion Adar, we had a very special day that's the yard site, Maisha Rabbeinu. Uh, my daughter went up to Meiron and she saw that uh, she didn't realize and when she came up there there was tremendous, tremendous amount of simcha. In the olden days we used to actually take the yeshiva to Meiron and Zayn Ador because uh, it said that Rabbi was the Nitzitz, he was a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu. So that's the way to celebrate or to commemorate your site of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. It's interesting that the Yare is Dvash of Yonis and Abishitz. He often held the Roshis and Zayn Ador. And when he begins to speak about Zayn Adar, he speaks about it as like the saddest and the worst day of the year for the Jewish people. The cause of all our terrorists, the Estalkus of Beidu, the fact that Beishah Beidu was taken from us. I don't think that's Peter down so much to our generation. But uh, just, we know that uh, the Chavar Kadisha has a fast in Zayn Adar. There's a question what to do in a year like this when it's a Shana Mubez, it's a leap year. It's just a couple of words just to discuss Maisha Benus Petira. Another thing that coincides every year with uh, the date of Zayn Adar is the fact that in Pashas Tetzaveh, Maisha Benus' name doesn't appear which is the only parish in the Torah from the time that Moshe Rabbeinu comes on the scene from Pasha Shmois, that Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned in that week's parasha. And that is very strange. And the Psalms say the Balatulim already brings it at the beginning of the parasha that the reason being is because Moshe Rabbeinu says in next week's parasha when the when he beseeched HaKadosh Baruch Hu due to the Chaita Ego he said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, listen, if you, instead of destroying Cloudy Yisrael, destroy me, but just don't destroy Cloudy Yisrael. So it's, it's a killerless Chacham, it's the Klal, it's the words of a Chacham. So there had to be some Kiyum, there had to be some fulfillment of those words, and that takes place in the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu is erased from Parshas Tetzaveh. But it's an interesting thing to note that if we pay attention to Moshe Rabbeinu's role in this Parsha, and he has a role that's maybe even more important than his role in other Parshas. In other words, even though the entire Torah, of course, comes from Moshe Rabbeinu, we don't have a Torah without Moshe Rabbeinu. But there's something very special this week's Parsha. First of all, the Parsha begins so this is something that Moshe has to do. Moshe is the one that's everything Moshe did. But over here there's a special discussion. Moshe Rabbeinu had to be the one that separated and designated Aaron to be the Kohen and the Kohen Godel. 
Furthermore, va'ato to davar He has to be the one that personally goes and appoints those that are going to build the Mishkan, that includes Betzalel and Aholio, as is well known. So Moshe's role was maybe even more major than in any other place that we might find. So that's certainly something to pay attention to. And it reminds me of the Gemara, the famous Gemara, that says in Masechta Megillah, we know that when Haman, Samach Simcha when the poor fell out on Chodesh Adar, he was very, very happy. Because he says, Yerech Shemez by Moshe. This was the month that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, so it must have, it must have a poor mazel for cloudy soil. However, he didn't realize, the Gemara says, that Bezayin Ba'adah Meis Moshe, or Bezayin Ba'adah Noilad Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu died in Zayin and he was born in Zayin And the Maral and others asked the question, what kind of is this? What kind of Gemara is this? It says that Moshe Rabbeinu died in Zayin and he was born in Zayin What came first? He was born, or he was, well, the fact that he died. Certainly, he was born before he died. So his death annuls the birth that took place before. So what does it make a difference, the fact that he was born, but later he died? So it takes that happy day and turns it into a bad day. Is that not correct? The answer is that Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't really die. Moshe Rabbeinu, there's a historical of Moshe Rabbeinu. We don't know where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried. Maybe there's a reason for that. Because Moshe Rabbeinu lives on. Because it says in Tukun Isaiah, it's Pashtus of the Moshe, it's Pashtus. Moshe Rabbeinu's continuity is in every generation. And we believe fervently that in every leader of the generation, the leaders, Tamide Chachamim of the generation, there's a mitzvah of Moshe Rabbeinu that continues on. And that's why we're never forsaken. We always have our Tamid Chachamim to lead us and to guide us. So, even when Moshe Rabbeinu seemingly has been nostalgic, that's just a rebirth of Moshe Rabbeinu. So even in Pasha Tetzava, where Moshe Rabbeinu's name may not appear, the fact that his name doesn't appear doesn't mean he's not more involved maybe more than ever. And this is something we have to remember, especially in these days, that the Torah world, especially here in Israel, is being so disgraced by the government that is so, so, there's just no other word, nasty. You know, in the way they look upon Torah Jews, and Chachavim in particular, not understanding, not, not accepting the importance of, of who they are and what they are. Just reminds me of the Chavetz Chaim, the story with the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim went to a fundraising event. He traveled to a place where they were going to build a hospital. 
which was very necessary at the time. And all the Gvirim came, all the rich people, the rich Jews came. And he came to respect them, etc. And they were going to donate. In those days, what they expected was that they should donate beds. He would donate two beds, four beds, six beds, one bed. And he was sitting there with the Gvirim, and suddenly came along some Yeshiva and the Chavetz Chaim left the Gvirim, he left the rich people, and he went to deal and to talk and to discuss matters with the Yeshiva Bochum, simple Yeshiva Bochum. And the rich people were very offended. Why is the Chavetz Chaim leaving us to go to these, you know, parasites? So they turned to the Chavetz Chaim, Rebbe, what's going on? How many beds are they giving? Mockingly. They said, and Chavetz Chaim said, they gave him 15 beds. They give 50 beds. 50 beds, Rebbe? Yeah, 50 beds. Because, because of them, 50 people won't be sick and they won't need beds. You have to realize the schus of Torah, the schus of Kerelim, the schus of Yeshivas, the schus of Batemedish, the schus of. of whatever it may be, all the terror that's been, world, that's been learned in the world. This is crucial for the Kiyom Cloudy Cloudy And this is something that we take out of this week's parasha. Moshe Rabbeinu may not be there by name, but he's certainly there by force. His impression is indelible. And so too, in his passing, it was just a rebirth. It's Pashtusa de Moshe, the whole door of the door. Moshe is with us always through the Talmud HaChomim, and we thank Hashem for the fact that He always will never leave us without Talmud HaChomim, Rabbanim, Bedoilim, Asher Yeshivas, that will lead the path for us in Yitz Hashem till Mashiach will come. Amen.